Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Oh, thank you very much, Madam Announcer. Well, I'm glad you do, because I hate it. What's on your mind? Well, i got a lot on my mind. Could you rub my butt? I sat on it so much, it's a little sore. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, I'm not rubbing anybody's bum this morning. <laughs> it's uh, 7.07 this morning, Mr. Clock, please. It's now 7.07 a.m. It is officially 7.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show, and gee, I'll let you do the honors. Yeah, I, I can't get past that will you rub my butt thing. I'm sorry. Oh, well, hold on. Could you rub my butt? I, I mean, that, on it so much, it's a little sore. That's another one of those things that 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 never comes out of somebody's mouth. <laughs> Can you rub my butt? <laughs> oh, man. Preferably okay. with baby powder. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, some talk. Put some talk on that. Powder. It's time for us to check in with our lovely and talented uh, certified expert in identifying plant, lawn, garden problems. Butt rubbing. Provides <laughs> solutions, and sometimes she dresses nude to do her gardening because this Saturday, well, what was the day? What was National it Nude Gardening Day. National Nude Gardening Day. Uh, we'll find out if our very own lovely and talented certified expert, uh, Linda Lou Chainsaw Mama Salisbury, participated in that uh, do your garden work nude. Ladies and gentlemen, Lindy Lou. Good morning, Lindy. Good morning. <laughs> you guys are out of control already, and it's early. Did you do any nude gardening this weekend? No. Now ask me if I have in the past. Have you done any nude gardening in the past, Linda? Yes. Oh, you have? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, well, you know, if you're... If you're have to run outside naked, and you see a weed that needs to be pulled. Mm-hmm. You just stop and pull it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, I do. I do. Gives a new meaning to weed whacking. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very good, Evan. I would have thought Bonnie would have said Evan that, but that's okay. <laughs> Linda, I'm looking at your uh, Facebook page, and I'm seeing something that's shocking to me: uh, that uh, Japan uh, they, they they build their railways. Um, to special tunnels to save turtles from train deaths. Isn't that something? What about saving people from train deaths? They're trying to save some turtles. <laughs> they don't seem to care about that. <laughs> I, I know they, they they care more about the turtles than they do people. Yeah, so, and I I it's amazing the things that are happening in the world. You know, I I think we should save people from train deaths. We seem to have a problem with that in Florida. So let's get on it and fix it. But see, Linda, I don't Uh, know if there's a fix for that because I'm thinking these people, Linda, I don't think me, I don't think I could get hit by a train. Do you think you could get hit by a train, Linda? No. Bonnie, you think you can be hit by a train? You know, the chances of getting hit by a train are probably more plausible than winning the lottery. But I want to ask you again. Do you think um, you can get hit by a train? I could never because I'm, for one, I'm really afraid of trains. I mean, I, I don't get that. I mean, I, I'm thinking these people want to get hit by a train. How do you miss a train well, coming at you? Yeah, it's it's like, I suppose you could if you're crossing the tracks and your car stalls. 
Well, yeah, of course. Going again, but I think I'd jump out, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, when you're scared, I mean, your mind kind of. But uh, again, a Japanese rail workers—they're building special tunnels to save turtles from train deaths, and it's these little these little bins that the turtle can go in, and the train can go right over them yeah. and not squish him. <laughs> I like I that. I like it too, and and there are several countries that are making tunnels, uh, actually making bridges over roads. I've, I've seen that. So I've that seen the that. wild animals can can get across the road without getting smashed. I've seen that before. So it's just like if you and I were traveling on the turnpike and all of a sudden you see this um, nice uh, green sort of bridge going over the turnpike yes. where um, the animals could cross safer that way, like a safer crossing. Yes. And, and nobody gets smushed. Mm. I wonder how many, I, I guess there's, there's probably a, a, a problem with turtles getting smushed in Japan. <laughs> I guess for, I for, for them to go for, for them to go through all of this. I mean, they must be getting rid of some turtles over there. Uh, Linda, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bonnie's got this pulled up too. This is very cool. A hummingbird's uh, nest. He's feeding the baby in the nest, and uh, there's actually a video on oh. your on your Facebook page. That's cool, Linda. That yes, is, isn't that wonderful? I the, the the gardens are alive. I with babies, and it's just so exciting. And this one, the shell, I mean, excuse me, the nest is about the size of a walnut. And m- mama does the feeding. Um, and they don't really eat that much. But there she is. Mama's feeding the babies. It's just so lovely and sweet. And then she settles in and gives them a little warmth. But they actually don't spend a lot of time on the nest because they have to they're so busy foraging <laughs> they open those mouths so wide look how they wide know. they open that. all you see is a mouth and no bird just just all, all mouth yeah. it's and just amazing so how they make puppy. that nest stay on that little branch i know that little right? twig. Just, just... and the mom with her uh, really long beak it seems like she pokes it into the throat looks of like it would choke them and choking of the babies yeah. almost it looks like she puts it pretty far down. Yeah. But, you know, and, and she has a tongue. Both the hummingbird and the woodpecker have a tongue that actually wraps around their skull so that it goes out to get whatever they want, nectar, bugs. And it goes out and gets what they want. Tongue comes back in. Then they, this lady is bringing it to baby. Yeah. I'm also seeing a blooming orchard. Orchid, excuse me. And you know what? Something? When you first look at that, it looks—it doesn't even look like a flower. It looks like—I don't know what it looks like, but it's—but uh, this is this yeah. is Linda. It looks like I should paint it, don't you think? L- Linda tags this. This is happiness. Oh, yeah. Linda, look at that. Describe that for us, Linda. Well, it's a really dark purple, uh, with a, a reddish purple, and this—you um, know—I don't know the names of my orchids because they have so many names. That I and orchids are bred pretty rampantly, so they there are always new ones. And if you find the name of the orchid, it's usually something like four thousand seven hundred and two. But it is absolutely lush, and there's a whole string of them that aren't open yet. Hmm. So I'll send another picture out when it is open. But you know, uh, two springs ago, I got I lost some orchids, and um, I thought I was doing everything right for the frost, but I wasn't. And it's been a long road to bring them back. So I'm very happy, happy, happy 
but they're blossoming. Yeah, that's a beautiful flower there, a blooming or- orchid uh, in her garden. Uh, and then, as again, this is happiness, uh, according to Linda Lou Salisbury. Linda, you give really cool things on your Facebook page today. Let everyone know how they can go and see them as well. Yes, Linda Salisbury, L-Y-N-D-A-S-A-L-S-B-U-R-Y. Red dress, pink helmet, and what, Evan? Chainsaw Mama. Chainsaw Mama, baby. <laughs> Don't mess with mama. Don't mess with mama because she got a chainsaw. Especially when she's doing gardening in the nude on a Saturday. Yes, you definitely want to uh, stay away. Ouch. You think there's, uh, there's going to be a line uh, out my front, or do you think they're going to stay away, like Evan said? No, there's some people out there that want to I don't see. know. Listen, if you're, out, uh, if you're out gardening in the nude, they may start chanting this. <laughs> Although Jerry doesn't live there anymore. No. Um, uh, Linda, give us your phone number so people can text you. 206-909-7473. Right on, Linda. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you in the mornings and talk to you bright and early tomorrow morning. Tamale. Tamale. See you later. Linda Lou Salisbury. (laughs) Folks, just so you know, we're down in Evan's studio today. My palatial studio. We're down here for maybe we might we might be here all all week. We got some things going on at our studio. I've ordered some uh some furniture in for you guys too, by the way. Because Bonnie wants that what's that couch called? Um, the community couch. She wants wants a community community. couch. She wants to get people walking off US one to come in and sit down on the community couch. Although we don't have one in our luscious studio. We don't have a community couch. Also, your studio is luscious. Well, no, it's not. And mine is palatial. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at least you have a nice background on your wall where you guys are. Oh, the, the green screen? The green screen. Oh, that one that falls on me all the time yeah. if I back my chair I up. mean, your background's nice. I mean, at least Jack, I mean, Cliff can put... Uh, <laughs> stop it. Leave Cliff alone. I mean, Jack. You know, Bonnie and I, we were talking earlier about the coronation and, and how we got up early to see some of it. But I yeah. didn't know that Katie, uh, her, she, it went viral for her not being able to find her seat at this thing. Really, and when she finally oh. found, she looked like she was. She had the coolest hat on, though. Yeah, I love those hats those women wear, man. Uh huh. Really cool. But I guess um, King Charles was officially crowned Saudi, as you know. But the real right. news of the day is that Katie couldn't find her seat. Now, uh, later that day, she tweeted, "Quote: Don't worry, guys. I found it, and I saw that 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 she did find her seat. But it was uh, pretty hard not to notice Harry sitting a few rows behind the rest of the family. But he wasn't eight rows back, Bonnie. No." He was only like three rows back. Yeah. And he had on that, uh, mm. the, the garb that they wore. Everybody mm-hmm. had on yeah. this really cool uh, Alice in Wonderland type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. It, it was like a fairy tale. Yeah, very fairy, fairy it tale. It really like, was. Yeah. The horses, are, I think, are what impressed me so much. The beautiful white horses of, you know, carrying the golden carriage. Yeah. And they just did like a slow walk. Back to um, the palace. Slow gallop. Yeah, which took like forty-five minutes. Mm. And yeah, that was a, it. Was a slow. But the coordination. Yeah. The soldiers, everybody oh, yeah. marching in cadence. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome the way they that, that many people. Now she she brought up horses. Speaking of horses, what the heck's going on at the Kentucky Derby, dude? They're what, dropping what? like flies. Three of them died the day of the wow. of the race. They're dropping well, like flies. They're there. looking into it. Peter's involved now, and this whole, you know, and, and I, I heard a special on it that, you know, if a horse, if a human breaks its leg, 
I mean, we, we heal and uh, yeah. we sit down Put and don't walk cast. on it, whatever. That doesn't work for the horse. No. A horse isn't used to not doing things. Yeah. And that's why they determine, nope, we've got to put this horse down. He yeah. broke his leg. He can't. He's not. They're, they're just different animals. Mm-hmm. Those things are running at 40 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Dude, it, it, it was just amazing. The stories I heard about all these horses dying and them putting I them down. I saw that. I was getting the news flashes left and right. I was like, three more horses died at the Kentucky Derby. And then the the favorite was scratched right before the mm-hmm. race was supposed to start. Yeah. So I'm I don't know what. The and you know they did this on. thing on Bob Baffert, um, the, the 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 guy with the white hair that his horses always win. Yeah. Who's been banned mm-hmm. from the Kentucky Derby for two years because the two years ago his horse tested positive for some kind of a drug. Right. Mm-hmm. And he had some of his horse race under another person's name. <laughs> like, oh my dude, gosh. there's a way around anything. I mean, he couldn't, he's banned, but his horses, he, uh, I guess he commissioned them out to some other trainer. And, uh, uh, have have either of you ever been to a horse race live? Have you ever seen it? Only the, the Pompano, the trotters. Yeah. I've been, I've been to that. They sit on that. They sit on that thing. They don't do that anymore. Do they? Yeah, they have the trotters. They still do that. Yeah. I've I've done that at Pompano. What did they call that? Pompano racetrack or Calder? Calder? No, Pompano, um, that was years Pompano ago. Track, yeah, that was, down I'm, off of I'm, I'm uh, Atlantic, the Atlantic Boulevard. This was in the seventies, and then you had Gulfstream down in Hallandale, mm-hmm. which is where they had the quarter horses. But I've never, no, I've never gone and done it live. Certainly never gone to the Kentucky it's, Derby. I've only gone once, and it's it's pretty cool. I mean, these things are hauling butt. Heck, what I've about? Never, I've never had a mint julep. You ever been to the um? <laughs> you ever been to the Palm Beach Kennel Club and seen the dogs race? Yes, I've seen that. I've Those things done. are here. Oh, comes Rusty, right? <laughs> Did you bet on him too? I did. did, did. You I did. I did. Bet? Yeah, I did. A couple of bucks here. Did you ever? Did you ever do Highline? No, I don't understand that. I've. I, I was actually on stage. I don't understand. And that and game. and we. It was a promotion that Those we did. Those days were fun. It was a promotion, and we caught the. You know the. the set, put, we put the Cessna on, and dude, I couldn't get the ball out of it. I had the ball in the Cessna just to just to make that ball come out of that thing. Uh-huh. Evan, I couldn't make the ball come out. Wow. It's a rhythm thing. It's got it's a wrist thing. You got to <laughs> so let alone try to catch one. We went on stage, made fools of ourselves. But I think Mighty Michael did a good job, though. Did he? He he did it well. I couldn't get the ball out of the thing. Did Tommy Adams do it too? Wasn't I don't, he I don't part remember. of that deal? I don't remember if it was. Tommy I don't about. understand that game. I I honestly don't. My grandmother, may she rest in peace. She used to go to Highlight. She knew all the players knew their names, yeah. their ages, and she would bet and she would constantly win. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this stupid game. It's a ball and a little basket that you're throwing against a wall. It was fun What's betting the object? on it. It was like fun betting on it, though, because um, then, you know, after each uh, highlight thing, you could see your own results. Yeah, but what do you, you bet on? Money. I don't understand what you, you bet on. Well, there's different There's just different teams, and you bet on which one of those teams is going to end up winning. I just don't understand that game. Uh-huh. Weird. Yeah, I, 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 I used to go. They, I tell you one thing: they had the best French fries. You got <laughs> Fort Pierce, Fort Pierce Highline. Yeah. Hey, now don't knock the fries. We got good fries. They have a good fries. Well, you park. guys got Nathan's. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I but, had but some. But see, on Nathan's Sunday. aren't crunchy. They're they're they're. You got to double dip. You have to double dip them. Yeah, they're big and limp. Double dip them. So you got to tell them. So so when you get there, tell them to put them back in the oil. Yes, yes. Go dip them down one more time. I don't know about that. Yeah, because I got I got some. That's a little too much oil. I got my fries were a little soggy on Sunday. They're always soggy. So I said, put them down one more time. So they put them down, and they came out nice and crunchy. Well, G likes those dirty dogs. You know the dirty. Oh, the hot dogs were just. The yeah. hot dogs were spot oh, dirty, on. This dirty weekend. water dogs. Dirty water. Yeah. Now, see, there's nothing better than a dirty water dog. 
Yeah. Because they sit in that same water all day long. Yeah. And then it, the hot dog has that flavor. Oh. Mm-hmm. Then you drink the flavored water? No. no I don't go that no. far. No. <laughs> The, the, the hot dogs were on point this hot Sunday. Dog water. I was like, wow, they were really good. And are the, are and the pizzas found, still uh, $69? No, for pie? $72. They raised 72 the price. Yeah, the price of cheese went up. But I, I will say this much <laughs> I found out, and I learned this and I never knew it, that Clover Park has Goulden's mustard for the hot dogs now. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, but do they perfect. have Grape Pond? I don't know. Oh. But they do, have, they do have mayonnaise. On a hot dog? On a hot dog. You never had that before? <laughs> never. Oh, it's mind. good. You should try it. Ew. Oh my gosh. Mayonnaise and relish. Ew. It's like putting ketchup on mac and cheese. Oh. It's the well, same now, thing. mayonnaise, may- mayonnaise and uh, ketchup, that, that's pretty much uh, uh, a island or I something. I had breakfast with a friend of mine the other day and they put mayonnaise on their scrambled eggs. Never that mind. blew me away. Pitiful. <laughs> Like hot Seven, sauce, hot that, sauce could do that. That's fine. Not mayonnaise on it. Uh, 723, actually call it 724. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie, standing by. Thanks, Evan. Be careful if you plan to boat, fish, or swim in Florida's largest lake. The harmful blue green algae has returned to Lake Okeechobee, and an expert explains why. The rainfall, the runoff, the nutrient loading, and then the warm water and sunlight conditions all giving that perfect storm, if you will. The algae could cause an eco-disaster if Okeechobee waters get too high this summer and must be released into surrounding waterways. Martin and Palm Beach counties are already out with alerts. A St. Lucie County deputy was involved in a fatal crash early Friday morning in Port St. Lucie that claimed the life of a 27-year-old woman, according to Florida Highway Patrol. Investigators said an on-duty deputy was responding to a service call at 1.16 a.m., when the crash happened at U.S. Highway 1 in Crosstown Parkway. WPTV's Kate Hussey with the details. I talked to the family of the woman who was hit and killed here at U.S. 1. They tell me it's too soon to articulate just how badly this hurts. But they say her name was Caitlin Kohler. They say she was just 28 when she was crossing from that side of U.S. 1 to get to this side where she lives when that accident happened. At the corner of US-1 and Crosstown Parkway. We have a uh, CBD THD store. And just inside (coughs) is its owner, Ralph Corvino. I was sleeping. (laughs) And while he was in walking distance of his business. Must have happened right out there, I'm going to assume. A pedestrian hit and killed by an on-duty St. Lucie County deputy responding to a call. It's kind of saddening. You know, it's a resident. Florida Highway Patrol says the 26-year-old deputy was traveling north on US-1 when the woman walked into the north side of the crosswalk and into the pathway of the patrol car. We took a look at the surveillance footage from another nearby business. and it, you can see a person who appears to be the pedestrian walking alongside US-1 towards the intersection of Crosstown. A few minutes later, around 1.05 a.m., you see a St. Lucie County patrol car stop in the middle of US-1. A deputy gets out and walks back towards the intersection. Several patrol cars cars and an ambulance arriving soon after. Here. Philip Mendel. Go across. I was a police officer in uh, South Jersey for about 16 years. I specialized in traffic. Is also the secretary of the Fort Pierce Fraternal Order of Police. Can only speak from prior experience. Most calls for emergencies at least the overhead lights would be activated. Neither Mascara nor FHP could say if the deputy had lights and or sirens on at the time, but Sheriff Mascara released this statement, reading in part, quote, we're heartbroken to learn of this tragic accident and extend our deepest sympathies to the pedestrians' loved ones. 
It's conflicting for Mandel. Yes, because as cautious as you are, sudden things happen. Both he and Corvino, hoping only the next steps in the investigation, will at least bring closure to all involved. If you're not there, how do you place a blame on it? Now, the deputy involved has been placed on administrative leave as this investigation continues. As for Caitlin's family, they tell me they're absolutely heartbroken by this. They say she was a great person and loved by all. Reporting in Port St. Lucie, I'm Kate Hussey, WPTV News Channel 5. The son of the woman killed by the notorious killer clown in Wellington decades ago is speaking for the first time since supporting a plea deal that recently sentenced his mom's killer to prison. WPTV's Megan McRoberts sat down with Joe Ahrens. The killer was dressed as a clown. For more than three decades, a story shrouded in mystery dominated headlines. And then shot her twice in the face. Would we ever know the identity of a gun-toting clown who shot and killed Marlene Warren in 1990 on the doorstep of her Wellington home? All right. Finally, Marlene's son, Joe Aaron, says he's got that answer in a conviction he's been yearning for. <sighs> Joe talking to us for the first time since his mom's killer was sentenced to 12 years in prison. Sheila Keen Warren accepted a plea deal for shooting Marlene Warren, the wife of her lover, Michael Warren. I feel a lot better. I feel relieved, a thousand pounds light. You know, I just, I've got this energy now that I should have had a long time ago. 33 years ago, Joe remembers having breakfast with his mom. Ordinary morning. Until someone came to the door. <clears throat> well, the doorbell didn't work. But we did see flowers and balloons. His mother got up from the table. Well, when she opened the door, I remember, oh, how pretty, you know, flowers and balloons. And then I heard a bang, you know, and it, it, my whole world changed. That was the worst day of my life. Joe says he couldn't see who was in that clown costume. You, you can't tell. Can you imagine someone in a clown, you know, everything's covered. He only remembers their unusually calm return to their getaway car. He called 911, grabbed his keys. I drove wildly, crazily, just running red lights, and but we did not catch him. But Joe said he suspected Sheila Keen Warren early on, and so did investigators. He also suspected his stepdad was having an affair with her. He wasn't coming home, so that said it all. But the evidence needed to arrest Keen Warren for murder wasn't sufficient for 27 years until 2017. But I finally got hope. But hope was hard to keep after six years of waiting for a trial where a conviction wasn't guaranteed. Old witnesses were hard to find. Some even died, including original investigators. The state attorney said some critical evidence could no longer be authenticated. That's why Joe supported the plea deal. Me and the state said, yeah, well, you know, we'll take a plea, but we wanted more time, you know. But that didn't happen. How much time did you want her to spend in prison? I want a minimal 15, and so did the state. State says she only has about two more years to serve of that 12-year sentence. I'm still okay. I have to be. But anger is no good. It, it'll ruin you. Joe says it wasn't the sentence that mattered most. It's his own freedom, he says, he feels from the truth finally being uncovered. <sighs> when she starts to live her life again, it's not going to be what she thinks. She's got a lot of stuff to go through. She's going to have a lot of stuff. I just saw no remorse. And that tells me that she's going to live in hell. And now from Palatial Studio 3B, a oh, let's talk uh, sports our way. Uh, Dateline Philadelphia. 
after James Harden had the two worst consecutive shooting performances of his entire career in games two and three of the Sixers Eastern Conference semifinals against the Celtics. Uh, Doc Rivers decided to remind his star guard of who he is headed into game four. Uh, who he is. Don't you know who I am? He sent him a gospel song. Uh, uh, the title of it is, you know my name? Uh, Harden explained it all later. I guess uh, he says, I'm on my way to the game. I get a text from Doc Harden said with a laugh, it's a gospel song. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I just tell my homies, let's play the song. It's a seven minute song, but I let the whole thing play. It was like, all right, there's got to be some kind of good juju in this or um, however he's feeling. I want to feel like that. And I guess it worked because it, Harden finished with a spe spectacular line, scoring 42 points on 16 for 23 shooting, including six for nine from three-point range. He was killing it, Bonnie. Killing it. To go yeah. along with eight rebounds, nine assists, four steals, a block, and just one turnover in 47 minutes. He was turning the ball over like crazy in games two and three. And he, and he hit the tying shot in the closing seconds of regulation before burying a corner three-pointer with 19 seconds to go in the contest that lift Philadelphia to a stunning 116-115 overtime victory on Sunday at Wells Fargo Center. And, and he did the one that counted. That's the one that they needed. It. An interesting note, too. The Phillies were playing the uh, <laughs> the uh, Boston uh, the, 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 the Red Sox. Yeah. Phillies were playing the Boston Red Sox on the same piece of property that the 76ers were playing the Boston Celtics. Wow. Both of our Philly teams won, but a lot of lot of late fans at both events because uh, the traffic was crazy. Can you imagine two events going on on the same property at the same time? Mm. But yeah, that's sports that way. Eat a hot dog at one place and go and have a hot dog at the other and compare. That's the way to do <laughs> it. Like <laughs> 7.32, we'll have a look at traffic and weather. It's all together next. Seven thirty-three right now. Time to take a look at traffic right now. Just one accident to report. It's down in Palm Beach County in the Lake Worth area, ninety-five northbound side of the road. There is an accident with injuries. There is some roadblock in that area. Do use caution here on the Treasure Coast. No accidents to report. If you see something, say something. Give us a call. 772-220-9788. 772-220-WSTU. 70 degrees under mostly sunny skies. This weather report brought to you by Seacoast Air Conditioning, your hometown air conditioning company since 82. For repairs or a whole new system, call Seacoast, 800-551-6606. Here's WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. It's a nice way to kick off a new week with dry conditions. Only a few clouds this Monday morning. Temperatures are in the mid to upper 60s, then heating up to highs in the mid-80s, around 84 degrees for this afternoon with a nice ocean breeze. Those winds out of the east, 15 to 20 miles per hour. And it will stay dry, mostly sunny this afternoon. And again, for our Tuesday, as temperatures heat up closer to the upper 80s tomorrow, Wednesday is going to be the hottest day, potentially getting close to 90 degrees. Then we get the chance for storms later in the week. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get to the program. Oops, I'm supposed to hit this. This is go. not headline news. 
Both the coronation of King Charles and the Kentucky Derby were held over the weekend. It was the biggest weekend ever for stupid hats. The World Health Organization declared the COVID pandemic over. Miley Cyrus responded to the news with a celebratory pole licking. There's a new ranking of the country's most obese states. So congrats, West Virginia, on being number one in something other than cousin marriage and meth lab explosions. And last night's MTV Movie and TV Awards went without an audience. They got the idea from CNN. This is not headline news. From not headline news to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for stupid news. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? (laughs) I like those stupid hats that uh, our boy talked about. (laughs) By the way, Kendall Kendall commented on our uh, our Facebook Live says, "All that talent in one room." In the palatial studios. Wow. Isn't that special? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I got a couple of stupid news stories for you guys. Uh, Lots of people got very neurotic when it comes to their wedding day. They do. You know, we see it. We Mm -hmm. see it. Well, people want it to be perfect from start to the end, from the food they eat, the weather, and even the clobber that all the guests have on. Clobber. Clobber. What the heck is clobber? I have no idea. I just, it's the clobber. (laughs) The clobber? Like I'm going to clobber you? One bride (laughs) has thoroughly embodied this by threatening to hire security to make people comply with their wedding dress, with her wedding dress code. So the bride had a wedding dress code. And there is a reason why she is opting for a rather gothic theme for her day. She said she was requesting black for the funeral of my single era and that there will be a door person refusing entry to anybody who does not respect her dress. That sounds like they're entering uh, something like Studio 54, where some people get turned away. Clobber dates back to the late 19th century. Its origin is uncertain, though. The noun probably came from a now obsolete verb from the mid 19th century when to clobber up meant to patch up old clothes for reuse or to cover defects. Okay. So that's that's your definition of clobber. I'm glad you justified that. Yeah, because I didn't know what the heck. What? Yeah. Hey, listen, I just read this stuff, okay? <laughs> uh, let's go to Arkansas, where police arrested a man after he allegedly pierced his teenage son's ear. I heard about this. Yeah. Uh, the investigation was lost about uh, launched about a week ago after a teacher overheard the teen telling friends about the piercing. Now, according to the police, the boy said that his dad was drunk and put him in a chokehold and shoved the piercing in his ear. Put him in a chokehold. Um, would you ever put your kid in a chokehold to pierce their ear? No, no, but I'm thinking by, by that since the chokehold was hurting him, it probably mm-hmm. didn't hurt when he got the ear no. pierced. No. The hurt was somewhere else. Well, the police. The pain, went, anyway. <laughs> the police went to the home of Jeremy Sherland, who's 45 years old, and he initially refused to talk to the police, and they later returned to arrest the guy. He can be heard laughing and repeating body art without a license Uh, in the video of the arrest. Now, the TV station reports that it was Sherlin's son who took the video, and the boy can be heard in the video telling officers he wanted the piercing. He says that the uh, police report version of the story is not true and that he thought about having his ear pierced would be pretty cool. So he said, I asked for it, and so we took just ice 
and a potato and did it that way. <laughs> a potato. A potato. Well, that's uh, I guess a potato. That's the old school way. Well, my when I, I got my ear pierced when I was 15, the mm -hmm. girl that pierced my ear took her fingers and did this and just kept rubbing uh -huh. it. She didn't even use ice. Yeah. She no. just rubbed this so long that it became numb, stuck the needle in there, done. Ouch. Put an earring wow. in, see you later. Have a nice day. Didn't it bleed? Wow. Didn't it I don't remember bleed that. all over the place? I don't remember. I got it mine pierced from little like a little freeze gun. And wow. Did that like bleed? A, it, no, very a, little. And yeah, just did yeah. it so quickly. Well, they eventually they arrested the dad and they charged him with a crime. And he has to go to court now well, for all this. There you go. Evan, now, did it hurt when you got your nose pierced? What, what nose? What are you talking about? I don't have my stinking nose pierced. Oh, oh that's that, that's right. That's that lip, the bottom, your, your bottom lip. You got one right that's there. My bottom you? lip. It. Yeah. Does it's it bother you guys when you see like um a really pretty girl on TV and then um only to look a little closer and she has like a note her nose ring i or, think that's sexy that as all when they have the little stud no oh, you do right here i, I think I that's don't, very i don't sexy. mind it and it doesn't you know i don't mind yeah. do any of your kids have their nose mm, what's it's ken i think ken has that uh-huh yeah dylan does dylan mm. has his nose yeah. his nose pierced Haley has um the whole ring yo ken has that the ring coming ken, out ken has that thing there too yeah but yeah. when she's yeah. on duty she shoves it up Oh, okay. inside her nose, so you don't see it. Mm -hmm. So, like, it flips up inside. That's what Ken has. I don't think she has that. She's got that ring thing going yeah. through the nose. Oh, and some yeah. people had the rings around their earlobe, right where it's pierced. Oh, the gauge. Big, they're gauges. Oh, they're gauges. The gauges. I think that's cool. I, I mean, I've seen gauges like I've this. Seen that too. But what do you do when you're done with a gauge? Now you got a big a hole, a in, hole your in your ear, ear. hanging all the way down to your play ear. darts. I guess throw a dart. But I've seen some, I've seen some really cool gauges though. They look cool. Yeah. I mean, someone had gauges at your party. Then somebody um, um then hope doesn't hope it. No, no, that's somebody no. that was with hope. Uh, I don't know. I thought I saw someone with gauges at your party. Who has gauges? Hmm. Haley has gauges. Oh, she does? Yeah, Haley has okay. gauges. What, what but she has like little, yeah, little ones about that big. That's they're cool. Yeah. Hmm. And the the yeah. nose ring we're talking about, it's not like where the hook is like this, it's it's vice versa. Mm. So the horseshoe is coming out and the open end is hanging yeah, down exactly. Two so things. you can yeah. flip it up in because mm -hmm. otherwise you wouldn't be able to flip it up yeah. in. yeah now have you ever seen somebody get their tongue pierced yes i haven't seen it no not, i've, I've, I've not seen, seen a tongue pierced, i've watched it done oh oh is that painful I'm i thinking, cringed I'm, I'm biting my tongue now it doesn't hurt that i bad. cringed i mean they take this device yeah. and they clamp it and then they just like ah. I can't even imagine that. Yeah, that's, For one thing, uh, I would be worried it oh. would um, mess with my my taste bud, which I you know I love my taste buds, and even if it messed up just one, I would I think it would mess that. with your speech because now you got you know you got yeah. something in there that you, you got know, a ball that, in there that, that tongue that tongue makes how, it you know how mm -hmm. about society uh, way back when when the women would um, want to make their necks longer and they would put the big oh the rings metal rings yes their, through their necks you ever Say seen what? that that's done in like in Africa Egypt, or foreign I, Egypt was yes. it an Egyptian yeah thing? they made their neck longer the women yeah. the women had these and these things like Bonnie was saying this is this is true yeah rings. they have these metal rings and they would lock these rings on their neck and it stretches their neck up mm -hmm. and it was like a thing of beauty yeah back then oh, okay yeah. the Google longer it. You'll your see it. neck the more yeah. beautiful yeah um, I wonder if Cleopatra ever ever I had that sort know. of thing but that that was just nasty <laughs> put rings around your <laughs> and then um there were some um photos of national geographic where um the teats were so long. the what the teats were so long 
that you could. What are they, cows? You would, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are we talking? Leave it alone, or, Evan. Stop. I'm going to stop. You Don't you it, even go like, there. It'd be like a, it's a long family show. Teat where you just swing it over your back. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see it? National Geographic had it. Mm. They had that pictures like right on the cover. Yes. Sling Would you it over your back. <laughs> no. Google swinging. No, I'm not Googling that. I, I, I can see that without actually seeing it, uh, Evan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a weapon. Lord have mercy. <laughs> All these oh. functions. <laughs> tea, tea time with Bonnie. Nasty people. Um, I, I'm afraid to answer this <laughs> well, phone call Keats, coming in. You know, that's the way no Robert idea. De Niro um, said it in uh, Meet the Parents. He I, would refer to it as, no idea. Gonna, as the teat. Oh, okay. I have no so, idea. So we can get away with saying that, but we just can't say the other word. No. <laughs> you can say tea, but you can't say tat. Okay. All right. Hi. Good morning. You're on the air. Edna has her nipples pierced. Oh, it's the old man down the road. Uh oh, Edna. Mm, boy, this show is becoming X-rated. Oh boy, I tell you, uh, old man, how are you doing this morning? Well, other than that, was other than that. <laughs> oh boy, you see, it's her fault. It's her damn fault. Mm-hmm. She started with the teeth. I'm embarrassed. I, you're blushing. He is utterly embarrassed. <laughs> Goodness, really. <laughs> hey, so you guys uh, seen the Kentucky Derby? Oh Everyone man! First. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love, I love the hats I, again. And uh, I didn't even get, I didn't even, I didn't even have a mint julep this weekend. Are they there, look so refreshing. Are there people right out in the stands of the Derby enjoying mint juleps? You mm-hmm. see them drinking. Well, it's them the out drink. There? It's the preferred drink of the Kentucky. It's the yeah. official drink of the Kentucky mm. Derby. Is okay. it actually with a whiskey? It's like a whiskey drink. Oh, yes, bourbon. Bourbon. Is bourbon it? Whiskey. I don't drink, so I couldn't tell you. Whiskey. Yeah, that's right. That's it. Yeah, we, we, we enjoyed um, that. Have you ever gone, the old man down the road, have you ever gone to the Kentucky Derby? Yeah, Edna was in the race yesterday. <laughs> she was in the race. She was one of the jockeys? Wow. No, she was one of the horses. <laughs> I really <laughs> on that note, yeah. we have to we have to, we have to, get, we have to get to news. Oh my goodness. That 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 gives new meaning to dating a muskrat. The, the other caller. <laughs> it is uh uh, Mr. Clock, can you tell me what time it is? It's now 7.48 yeah, a.m. Evan's lost you. in the mix here. <laughs> Bonnie, take it away. Let's uh, get some normal news here. Thank you, Evan. A bill coming out of the state legislature means Florida's move-over law is going to get stricter. Up until this bill was uh, passed, the requirement was that drivers move over for first responders, tow truck drivers, emergency workers, things like that. AAA's Mark Jenkins says starting next year, motorists will be required to slow down or move over for any vehicle parked roadside with its flashers on. A St. Lucie County deputy was involved in a fatal crash early Friday morning in Port St. Lucie that claimed the life of a 28-year-old woman, according to Florida Highway Patrol. Investigators said an on-duty deputy was responding to a service call at 1.16 a.m. when the crash happened at US-1 and Crosstown Parkway. 
We'll be hearing more on that story up and coming from WPTV's Kate Hussey. And a person suffered critical injuries in a hit and run crash in Fort Pierce on Saturday night, police said. The wreck occurred about 9.43 p.m. near the intersection of U.S. Highway 1 and Edwards Road. Investigators are asking for the public's help in locating the vehicle that was involved. The victim was taken to Florida Lawnwood Hospital, according to police. Police said the vehicle being sought in connection with the incident is a 1999 to 2004 dark-colored Jeep Grand Cherokee. The vehicle is missing the passenger side rear view mirror. Anyone with information about this incident can call Treasure Coast Crime Stoppers at 1-800-273-8477. And Stallone is back for another high-altitude adventure. The Oscar-nominated Palm Beach resident is set to return for what's being billed as a reboot rather than a sequel to the 1993 action thriller about a mountain climber who is forced to help a group of thieves find suitcases of missing money lost during a foiled U.S. Treasury plane heist over the Rockies. It's 7.51 with a look at traffic ahead and weather with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. 7.51 right now. Let's take a quick look at traffic. No incidents to report out there on the highways and byways. All your side streets on the Treasure Coast are looking good to use caution in those construction zones and in those school zones. If you see something, say something. Give us a call here in our studio, 220-9788-220-WSTU. 70 degrees right now here on the Treasure Coast under mostly sunny skies. Time for a look at weather once again with WPTV's Jennifer Correa. It's a nice way to kick off a new week with dry conditions. Only a few clouds this Monday morning. Temperatures are in the mid to upper 60s, then heating up to highs in the mid 80s, around 84 degrees for this afternoon. With a nice ocean breeze, those winds out of the east, 15 to 20 miles per hour. And it will stay dry, mostly sunny this afternoon. And Again, for our Tuesday, as temperatures heat up closer to the upper 80s tomorrow, Wednesday is going to be the hottest day, potentially getting close to 90 degrees. Then we get the chance for storms later in the week. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email to wstumorningshow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Time now is uh, 7.57 on the uh, illustrious award-winning, well, non-award-winning Get Up and Go show. G and Bonnie Oh, it's not award-winning? No, it's not award-winning. It ain't never won an award? No, I've been lying all this time. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So G and Bonnie are down here in my palatial studios this week. They've uh, graciously come down and graced us. We have to get some furniture for you guys. Yeah, commuter couch, right? The yeah, community and, couch. Um, you know, like you want a community couch. One so. could just kind of stay overnight. I'll uh, put the I'll, Bonnie. I'll put the purchase order in for the community couch. Okay. Um, and see if I can get that here for tomorrow for you. All right. I'll look for the delivery truck. Yeah, please do. Rooms to go. Yeah, rooms okay. to go. No, 
No, it's George's rooms to go. You know, I don't know if you guys saw last night. I don't know if you're an American Idol watcher, no. but uh, Katie and Lionel appeared on an Idol last night mm -hmm. live from London mm. because they performed there for the coronation, as you know, and they had the king and queen with them. Right. What? So these the, these two, they 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 they're in, wow. <laughs> they're close to the king and, and queen. You know, it's funny because um, as we were watching the coronation on Saturday, and um, the announcers, everybody concerned about um, the king and queen how they're going to reach the younger generation and the younger audience now was not that just the perfect way of doing so well yeah and you mentioned bonnie about this king con uh, queen consort wondering mm -hmm. if camilla will still be queen if king charles passes away kinda yeah she's actually queen consort like you mentioned that's the official term for the wife of a reigning king and makes it clear that mm. she does not share her husband's uh sovereignty or, I can, or share his political and military powers. Okay. I can guarantee one thing. You know what the Halloween costumes are going to be about this year? King and the Queen. You think so? Oh, yeah. I I'm oh, definitely think so. Oh, that's a perfect idea. Yeah, King and Queen this year. Oh, yeah. That's what everybody's kids are going to be wearing, King and Queen. I love it. Yes. Yes, yeah. definitely. So I may have to go do that. <laughs> Call me King Nine. <laughs> We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station, and uh, WPSL Port St. Lucie, the talk of the Treasure Coast. Myself and uh, Queen Bonnie and uh, Prince G. Thank you. <laughs> we'll be back. I'll, in I'll just take. A I'll bit. take that. All right. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. Happy Monday morning, everybody. So why do you look so happy? Well, I'm happy because it's a Monday. What's your name? My name is Evan. That's Bonnie. And that's G. Boy, does he have a lot of chutzpah. That's right. He's got a lot of chutzpah, without a doubt. The official time right now is 8.07. Mr. Clock, please. Or actually, yeah, it's 8.07. It's now 8.07 a.m. 8.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show. And it's time for our weekly visit with the Martin County School Board. And joining us on our Zoom session this morning is the new superintendent who was with us last week in studio. Michael Main joins us. And it's Mondays with Main, as we call it. Michael, good morning to you. Welcome to the program. Got to unmute yourself there, if you would. There we go. There I'm we go. sorry. There we go. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you? Welcome to the program. Wonderful. Thank you very much. How is the uh, new position doing first and foremost? Are you getting all settled in? Are you fully settled in? Yeah, we're definitely getting settled in. I wouldn't say fully just yet. There's a lot of lot of little things here and there, but we're, we're doing well. We had our first uh, leadership team meeting and things are running smooth. And so... Uh, yeah, things are things are rolling. That's a beautiful thing. I enjoyed the uh, time that we got to spend last week here in studio. I had the opportunity to get to know you on a personal basis. And man, you've just you've got a whole lot of good stuff planned for the next uh, 90 days, don't you? Yes, yes. Uh, really excited. You know, had an opportunity to review all of those plans with the leadership team uh, here at the district last week and really rolled out my vision and expectations for, for them as leadership so that they can go on off and meet with their teams uh, and begin to uh, get to work on some of the um, 
areas of focus. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, I have now I can, I can officially now let the, well, no, I can't let the cat out of the bag just yet. I don't want to put the cart before the horse. You know what I was going to say, but I'm not going to let the cat just out of the bag yet, but I will do that in, in a few weeks. Uh, um, yes. and, and of course, Michael knows exactly what I'm talking about. Let's talk. Um, it's teacher appreciation week this week, isn't it? It is. And we've got some absolutely fantastic educators out there and throughout the district. Um, they just really, they are the number one focus of ours uh, going into next school year, just to really make sure that, that we're listening to them, that we're fully supporting them and that they have everything they need to be able to do their jobs and do it well. And uh, I am a firm believer and advocate uh, of our educational, our instructional staff and, and all that they do. Uh, my wife is a teacher of 14 years in kindergarten. And so to all of our educators out there, we just wish them a really, really uh, happy Teacher Appreciation Week. And, and just there's a lot of fun, exciting things planned. I know our, our principals usually uh, jam-packed this week full of special events for our teachers and a lot of food. Uh, they get fed uh, a lot this week and, mm -hmm. and really just a time for our parents and, and everyone throughout the community to thank them for, for the hard work that they do day in and day out for, for our students. And, um, you know, the end of the school year is just a few short weeks away. And, and I know that they're all going to finish strong and we're supporting their, uh, supporting our students through all their final exams. And, you know, we have 1,300 plus life changers who mentor and guide these students every single day. And that's truly what they are, life mm -hmm. changers. And uh, we appreciate them. There's also, um, Michael, the uh, the state assessments. Um, you have the commencement exercises coming up, the promotion ceremonies, the final exams. It's it's basically, it's, it's, it's coming down. It's buckled down, isn't it? It is. I think it's uh, what it was 14 days left uh, Friday last week. So now we're we're coming up on the close of the year really, really fast. And we we jam pack a lot into these last few weeks. And mm -hmm. so you know, just be vigilant out there. Uh, parents support your your students, uh, send them off to school with a with a full belly and a, and a good breakfast. And, you know, just just you know, reassure them that they're going to do well and close out the year strong. If they're sitting to take their final exams, give them a little motivational talk on the way in uh, or before they leave and just let them know how much you appreciate them and how hard they've been working. And uh, we want them to do the very best they can. Now, when the kids are out of school, a lot of people think, okay, well, the school board shuts down and, you know, they go on vacation for the summer and they'll come back sometime in in August, when the first teacher's you know work day happens, I think it's like August second or something like that. It's an optional teacher work day, but that's not true. The wheels keep turning at the school board, don't they? Oh yes, that's our that's our busiest time. Um, we we are full steam ahead with all of our summer projects, a lot of construction, uh, cleaning projects done at, at multiple school sites throughout the district. So in preparation for students' arrival in August, um, summer school will be in full swing, and we will offer summer school at little over seven campuses throughout the district for, mm -hmm. um, and we'll have uh, anywhere from 200 to 300 students back on our campuses this summer for summer school. So we don't stop. Um, district office staff works around the clock and just takes a week vacation or two uh, here or there, but we're in full swing and that's where we can spend most of our time making sure that the wonderful buildings that the taxpayers have helped to provide us are in tip-top shape uh, for, for the students. This will also give um, yourself an opportunity to get also a little bit more settled in and devise your strategy for the upcoming school year coming up, correct? 
Yes, we will have a couple of leadership days planned for all of our principals and our district office staff to come together over two days. The day one will be where we meet and review all of our academic initiatives. And then day two will be all of our operational initiatives. And then we'll have uh, the superintendent's kickoff uh, happen shortly before the um, school year starts where the entire district comes back together. Again, we'll meet at Martin County High School and it's a big pep rally and and uh, give me an opportunity to kick off my year and let them know how much I appreciate them and really get everybody narrowed in on the vision and the scope of the work that we will be doing all next year. Now you say pep rally and a pep rally wouldn't be complete unless you have cheerleaders, of course. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Well, we will have music and we'll have some motivational speakers and we will have performances actually uh, by some of our various students throughout throughout the school district. Um, It's always a pleasure when we're able to listen to our students perform and or speak to our teachers. And so we're going to highlight some of our excellent uh, students out there in the district with our staff. Very nice. Let's talk a little bit about the Florida High School Athletic Association just announced its overall academic team champions for the 2022-2023 season. Yes, we're excited about that. Southport High School's earned first place in the state. Uh, Martin County High School earned fifth, both of those in Class 6A. And then Jensen Beach High School earned uh, second place overall in their Class 5A. So, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're, proud of them because it's more than just athletics, right? It's, it's a full recognition of teamwork and um, in what they're able to accomplish in a classroom, uh, not just uh, on the field, right? So uh, they, they're working hard to make sure they're maintaining the minimal GPAs and in some cases blowing the GPA out of the water with their hard work and, and studying and they're focusing um, on that piece as well so that we've got well-rounded athletes. Michael, tell tell our listeners a little bit um, more. It's for some people that missed your interview last week here in studio with us. If you can just give us a an, an abridged version in our final two or three minutes together here, what are some of your plans over the you know your first ninety days uh, as the superintendent? If you can just maybe reiterate just a few of them for our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to be, we're focusing on developing out a new reorg for the district, making sure that we are um, operating with full efficiency here and getting the most out of our, all of our employees and leveraging their talents and skills um, in the best possible positions. Uh, The next thing we're, you know, that I plan on doing is really focusing on safety and security, making sure that we're beefing up our safety and security department so that we're ready you know, at any moment uh, to be able to be prepared in the event of a, of a safety situation. Uh, and then I'm going to be focusing a lot of time and effort on making sure that we're providing the proper professional learning, professional development for all of our staff, uh, not just our instructional personnel, but our secretaries, our custodians, um, all throughout the organization. They have to continue learning to be able to give the very best in their jobs. And then um, also making sure that we are creating a schools of innovation department where we're making sure that special programs, special curriculum, special coursework is being rolled out through that department so that we are offering really innovative uh, things for our, our students to get excited about at the, at the schools that they attend. It's going to be a great time. Lots of good stuff coming to the school board of Martin County. 
Uh, our very special guest is the new superintendent, Michael Main. He joins us each and every Monday at this time and gives us updates on all things pertaining to the Martin County school system. Michael, always a pleasure. Enjoy having you on, and I hope to see you in studio soon, if not over our Zoom sessions. Thank you very much, and you all have a wonderful week. It's a beautiful you too. Monday. You too. Take care now. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. This morning, gold opening up at $2,023.50 an ounce. Silver opening up at $25.60 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report, and it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Eight nineteen is the time, the official time. But I have to make it official by Mr. Clock, please. Yes, thank you. It's now eight nineteen a.m. Thank you, G. <laughs> See, we don't have a Mr. Clock. No, no. Okay, See, I, I think we don't want a Mr. Clock. But he was accurate that time. It really was eight nineteen. Mm, well, well, about time. See, Mr. Clock's included in the uh, the monthly budget here well, in of our palatial studio. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You don't have Mr. Clock. No, not, we don't. We don't have a budget. No. <laughs> Um, we're talking uh, all morning long about that whole king and queen crowning thing and the pomp and circumstance and the amount of money that went into this thing is just like oh, ridiculous. Yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And who pays for it? The taxpayers over in England. You know, and I, they're happy about it. They, yeah. I mean, they were all over this thing, man. Mm -hmm. This is a big deal. There yeah. was there was like um one uh, group. Um, you know, there was a certain party and a political well, group there's always that was be somebody protesting. to um, protest yeah. it. Oh, sure. But the majority of um, it it was just fascinating how many people they came to see them yeah. and come out on the balcony. Yeah, you know, there I, was so much I was bling blown, blown away. On. I've got some of the concert. This is Katy Perry. She performed uh, with a full orchestra, several large mm. blasts of sparkling fireworks around the stage. And here's some a uh, few clips from two of her songs. All right. Katie was wearing a uh, beautiful gold metallic ball gown. Yeah. She's very uh, pretty anyway. She really yeah. is. She's, she's kind of Hollywood she's style. She's, yeah. I, I've always liked her. Now, Lionel, um, here's a clip from two of the songs that he performed last night. Well, two of the Still sounds like he did 30 years ago. Wow. There you go. There you go. I knew he had to do this. That's probably the last song you think. He probably closed it out with yeah. the encore or something. Yeah. Now, now, Evan, and we didn't get a chance to play this. Uh, this the actual coronation oh, of King Charles yes. III. Please do. So sanctify thy servant Charles that he may be crowned with thy gracious favor and filled with abundant grace and all princely virtues. Through him who liveth and reigneth supreme over all things, 
one God, world without end. Amen. God save the king. There was a bunch of that. It was, it was beautiful. Those, those, the, what is it, bugles, the trumpets? Whatever oh, man, yeah. they, the trumpets. That, that, it's just so regal. And I mean, they, were, yeah. they were wondering when he was going to crack a smile and maybe show oh, and he a didn't, sigh of relief. I didn't see it the whole time. No. No. I mean, he was serious. He was yeah. serious. That's a real deal. Now, the coronation, it officially concluded Saturday, beginning the new reign of monarchy. And it, uh, it, it, with it brings the new queen, Camilla Parker Bowles. Now, she... She came a long way because she was once known as the most hated woman in Britain mm -hmm. and during the days of Diana and everything. Wow. And there's still people like Elton John and some other folks that did not perform because they still aren't cool with the king and what went down with him and Diana. You can tell that she truly, really loves him, though. She always and, did. I mean, uh, I don't uh, think that was ever compl a problem. Compliments him quite well. Now, if, if Diana was still alive to this day, then she would have been the queen. Correct, because Diana was married to Prince Charles. Well, yeah. they were. Well, who is now they King were, Charles? They were already going no, 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 through that, the yeah, process well, of divorce. So. Were they? And yeah. I don't, I don't know yeah. how that actually works. But they, they did put a song together for her because Camilla got the family jewels, oh, oh, so, to, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> oh, little queenie, Queen Camilla Parker Bowles. Little Queenie, now they want you to clean up Charles's mess. Be nice to Harry's brother, oh yeah. But you know nobody's fool. Cause oh Queenie, you finally have the family jewels. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you do, baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're we know who's gonna wear the pants in that family. That's for sure. It is eight twenty-four. Bonnie's got the news this morning. Bonnie. Thank you, Evan. Thank you, Mr. G. A bill coming out of the state legislature means Florida's move over law is going to get stricter. Uh, passed. The requirement was that drivers move over for first responders, tow truck drivers, emergency workers, things like that. AAA's Mark Jenkins says starting next year, motorists will be required to slow down or move over for any vehicle parked roadside with its flashers on. A St. Lucie County deputy was involved in a fatal crash early Friday morning in Port St. Lucie that claimed the life of a 28-year-old woman, according to Florida Highway Patrol. Investigators said an on-duty deputy was responding to a service call at 1.16 a.m. when the crash happened at U.S. Highway 1 in Crosstown Parkway. Here's more from WPTV's Kate Hussey. I talked to the family of the woman who was hit and killed here at US-1. They tell me it's too soon to articulate just how badly this hurts, but they say her name was Caitlin Kohler. They say she was just 28 when she was crossing from that side of US-1 to get to this side where she lives when that accident happened. At the corner of US-1 and Crosstown Parkway. We have a uh, CBD THC store. And just inside <coughs> is its owner, Ralph Corvino. I was sleeping. <laughs> and while he was in walking distance of his business must have happened right out there i'm gonna assume a pedestrian hit and killed by an on-duty st lucie county deputy responding to a call it's kind of saddening 
you know, it's a resident. Florida Highway Patrol says the 26-year-old deputy was traveling north on US-1 when the woman walked into the north side of the crosswalk and into the pathway of the patrol car. We took a look at this surveillance footage from another nearby business. In it, you can see a person who appears to be the pedestrian walking alongside US-1 towards the intersection of Crosstown. A few minutes later, around 1.05 a.m., you see a St. Lucie County patrol car stop in the middle of US-1. A deputy gets out and walks back towards the intersection. Several patrol cars and an ambulance arriving soon after. Here, Philip Mendel. Go across. I was a police officer in uh, South Jersey for about 16 years. I specialized in traffic. Is also the secretary of the Fort Pierce Fraternal Order of Police. Can only speak from prior experience. Most calls for emergencies at least the overhead lights would be activated. Neither Mascara nor FHP could say if the deputy had lights and or sirens on at the time, but Sheriff Mascara released this statement, reading in part, quote, we're heartbroken to learn of this tragic accident and extend our deepest sympathies to the pedestrians loved ones. It's conflicting for Mandel. Yes, because as cautious as you are, sudden things happen. Both he and Corvino, hoping only the next steps in the investigation, will at least bring closure to all involved. If you're not there, how do you place a blame on it? Now, the deputy involved has been placed on administrative leave as this investigation continues. As for Caitlin's family, they tell me they're absolutely heartbroken by this. They say she was a great person and loved by all. Reporting in Port St. Lucie, I'm Kate Hussey, WPTV News Channel 5. And a Miami man is in custody after police in Port St. Lucie said he gained access to the inner workings of a fuel pump, stealing nearly $2,000 worth of diesel. Officers said they responded to a 7-Eleven in St. Lucie West Boulevard Thursday after employees received a fraud alert of an in-progress fuel theft at their store. When officers arrived, police said they spotted the suspect still pumping fuel into a spare gas tank in the bed of his pickup truck. The suspect, identified as Jose Barrios Pizarro, 29, jumped behind the wheel to flee the scene, but was taken into custody by officers. News time is 828. We'll have traffic. Weather, too, with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. 829 is the time. We're going to take a look at traffic once again as we peer out the door, look at our traffic cameras, and uh, got a couple of uh, incidents, debris in the roadway, 95 on the northbound side in the Jupiter area around Palm Beach Gardens. There's a ladder, yes, a ladder in the middle of the road. A little further south down in uh, West Palm Beach, North Lake Boulevard area, there's debris in the road, a brown helium tank. So now we have a helium tank and we have a ladder body. Wow. Helium tank and a ladder. Some big. Um, All we need is balloons now. Big mass material yeah. out there. <laughs> All we need is balloons and we'll have a party on 95. Wow. That's your latest look at traffic. If you see something, say something. Give us a call 220-9788-220 WSTU. 72 degrees right now under sunny skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for a look at weather once again with WPTV's meteorologist Jennifer Correa. It's a nice way to kick off a new week with dry conditions. Only a few clouds this Monday morning. Temperatures are in the mid to upper 60s, then heating up to highs in the mid 80s, around 84 degrees for this afternoon with a nice ocean breeze. Those winds out of the east, 15 to 20 miles per hour, and it will stay dry, mostly sunny, this afternoon and 
again for our Tuesday as temperatures heat up closer to the upper 80s tomorrow. Wednesday is going to be the hottest day, potentially getting close to 90 degrees. Then we get the chance for storms later in the week. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Mornings are better with the Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. is the time. It's now 8.34 a.m. I did that for you, G. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Clark. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Siegel is on the the line with us, coming to us live from about 250 miles up above Mother Earth right now. Captain, are you there? I am here, Admiral. How are you this morning? Marvelous. Simply marvelous. We have a crew here. Everybody's here in Stewart, Florida with me. G's here. Bonnie's here. You look, you do look marvelous. Yes. You look marvelous. Wow. What a deal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, I'm going to let you do your 10-minute space report. G, myself, and Bonnie, we're going to go across the street. Get some breakfast. Get some breakfast. (laughs) And when we come back, we'll, we'll, we'll take you off the air, okay? I will talk. <laughs> well, I've got a report this morning that there was a new another astronaut has been lost. Sam Durance, who was an astronomer and one of the first non-career astronauts to fly with NASA after the loss of shuttle Challenger, has passed away at the age of 80. Sam died quietly in his sleep after long struggles with dementia and Parkinson's disease. He spent his final days in hospice care at a facility in Vieira, Florida. He asked that his body be donated to support the ongoing medical research associated with astronauts who have flown into space. He had two space flights and was an accomplished astronomer. He leaves behind his wife, Becky, and two children, Ben and Susan. So our condolences to the Durant's family. The astronauts that arrived the International Space Station on Friday made a successful switch of docking ports on the International Space Station, leaving a port ready for new astronauts to come to the station in August and a cargo ship that will be coming up in the not-too-distant future. Speaking about cargo ships and astronauts, on the 10th, there will be a launch from Vandenberg Space Force Base in California, where SpaceX will launch another set of Starlink satellites. And the first stage will will land on the drone ship, of course I still love you, as they have been very successful in recovering their first stages, thus being able to reuse them and save a considerable amount of money. Three spacesuits for spacewalkers are under construction in Russia. 
Those spacesuits will be used in 2024 and 2025 by cosmonauts who will go outside the International Space Station. Russia is up updating those spacesuits, which haven't been updated in years, much like the U.S. is working on their, their ship in order to get more spacesuits ready for them. We saw the launch take place yesterday from the Pahia Peninsula in New Zealand. The agency, NASA and Rocket Labs, put into orbit a new TROPICS satellite. TROPICS stands for Time Resolved Observations of Precipitation Structure and Storm Intensity with a constellation of small satellites. It was a very successful launch and will help us navigate the hurricane season here. They'll study tropical cyclones as part of their mission. Plutonium availability is causing constraints with future planetary missions. There's a shortage of plutonium in the United States. Plutonium-238 has not been produced recently, and as a result, it is creating backups for NASA on launches that are supposed to go out to the outer planets. By using plutonium instead of solar cells, we're able to get a whole lot more power to the spacecraft to give us a whole lot more information. They do not include the Uranus orbital probe and mission that was top ranking in last year's planetary decadal survey. So there will be delays in getting out to the outer planets. We also had a launch failure take place recently and in, in New Mexico. The cremated remains of late astronaut Phil Chapman, along with others, were involved in a spacecraft explosion shortly after their launch. Even though that launch failed, they were able to recover the remains intact, and they intend to fly them again on a rocket once they are sure it will be successful. China landed its space plane. Yep, the Chinese space plane has been in orbit for 276 days and just made a successful landing on a runway in China. It is similar to the U.S. space plane, which has made an even longer space flight. So China, which apparently is duplicating what the U.S. has done, is showing that they have similar abilities. These planes are a small fraction of the size of the shuttle, but they contain a lot of good information that you can't get easily. When the plane goes into orbit, it opens up its cargo bay to expose equipment to space and to Earth. They also have the ability to reuse this plane multiple times 
and get information faster. Eventually, these planes may be used to move cargoes or potentially weapons from one area to the other in a relatively quick fashion. China is getting set to launch its first ever sample return mission to the moon's far side next year. China has been sending probes to the moon on a regular basis. They've even returned some soil samples from the far side of the moon. So if you want to look at the closest challenger to the United States and what we have been doing, look to China, not Russia, because China has been way more active than Russia has in recent times. A Falcon 9 is getting set to launch on Saturday new supplies to the International Space Station as well as new solar arrays. Everything is looking good so far for that flight to take place, which will increase by 20 to 30 percent the power supply to the space station, allowing for more experiments to be conducted on board. Well, a farm boy astronaut who became the Kennedy Space Center director is headed and has now been inducted into the Space Hall of Fame at the Space Center. Major General Roy D. Bridges Jr. was inducted into the U.S. Hall of Fame along with U.S. Senator Mark Kelly. Tomorrow we'll tell you about a new Chinese space station and groundbreaking on the U.K.'s first vertical launch pad. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everyone. That's Captain Randy Siegel. He'll be back with us tomorrow morning, 21 hours from now. Same place, same time, same bat channel. Make sure and listen to the award-winning Space Report right here on WSTU and WPSL, the talk of the Treasure Coast and Martin County's Heritage Station. All right, time to do a conga line. Can I be in the front? Sure, go okay. for it. I'll, I'll pull up the rear. Uh, while uh, we're doing that, uh, we're going to tell you about Ellie's Downtown Deli. Proud to announce their newest location. It's not so new anymore. They've been around for all <laughs> you dancing around the studio. Uh, it's Ellie's Dockside Deli at 3565 <laughs> Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard. He's hyper. I know, right? Uh, now serving breakfast and lunch. They're open from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. They're located in the Sailfish Marina right next to Sand Sprit Park. Give them a call. 772-291-2706. Come by boat, come by car, come by skateboard, come by your own two feet. Any way you get there, you just can't beat the view. It's Ellie's Dockside Deli and the Sailfish Marina. Tell Chef Mark that we sent you. <laughs> she is dancing in the studio. He does it well, though. You know, does, people do the conga line wrong, though. They, they don't do that little extra step that you put in. You know how you do that little thing like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show on Martin County's Heritage Station. 
AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get to the program. Time now is 8.49 on the Get Up and Go show. And uh, it's been one heck of a morning so far with the two of you. Jeez. Moving you, fast. Yeah. You guys are nasty. Uh, what can I did we do? Did we do news? I don't even remember. <laughs> Not yet. I totally forgot. <laughs> I asked Body this all the time. I, I said, Body, did we do travel? Did we do the second news? All right, thing. You know what? And Body looks at me. There's something wrong with you, G. Sometimes Bonnie. with Mr. G, we do it twice. <laughs> give, me, <laughs> give me the headlines, Bonnie. All right, okay. let's get that out of the way. Well, Sorry. you want to be careful um, if you plan to boat fish or swim in Florida's largest lake. The harmful blue-green algae has returned to Lake Okeechobee, and an expert explains why. No, I'm supposed to play something. <laughs> How dare you put him to you put him to the Wait a minute, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the Lake Okeechobee is that the Lake Okeechobee yes. actually? Yes, okay, sir. here we go. The rainfall, the runoff, the nutrient loading, and then the warm water and sunlight conditions all giving that perfect storm, if you will. The algae could cause an eco-disaster if Okeechobee waters get too high this summer and must be released into surrounding waterways. Martin and Palm Beach counties are already out with alerts. An elderly woman died on Friday after her SUV crashed into an entrance sign at Tradition Community. According to police, Port St. Lucie police said officers were called to a crash at Town Park Avenue and Tradition Parkway just before 5 p.m. Police said the 84-year-old woman was traveling east in her SUV when she somehow drove off the roadway and crashed into the entrance sign of the Town Park community. The woman was taken to a hospital where she later was pronounced dead. Police were investigating what caused the crash. And a Miami man is in custody after police in Port St. Lucie said he gained access to the inner workings of a fuel pump, stealing nearly $2,000 worth of diesel. When officers arrived to the uh, 7-Eleven location on St. Lucie West Boulevard on Thursday, after employees received a fraud alert of an in-progress fuel theft at the store, they spotted the suspect still pumping fuel into a spare gas tank in the bed of his pickup truck. The suspect, identified as Jose Barrios Pizarro, age 29, jumped behind the wheel to flee the scene but was taken into custody by officers. And lastly, Fort Pierce police have arrested two men accused of attacking and robbing a gas station clerk last month. Police said the armed robbery happened April 24 at Sunoco Gas Station on Orange Avenue. According to investigators Roderick Anthony Baker, age 22, and Eugene Jocks, 20, walked into the gas station with a firearm, struck the clerk, and stole an undisclosed amount of cash. Fort Pierce police detectives arrested Baker on Monday and Jocks on Thursday and took them to St. Lucie County Jail. It's 8.52 right now. We'll take a look at traffic, also weather ahead, with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. It's a nice way to kick off a new week with dry conditions. Only a few clouds this Monday morning. Temperatures are in the mid to upper 60s, then heating up to highs in the mid 80s, around 84 degrees for this afternoon. With a nice ocean breeze, those winds out of the east, 15 to 20 miles per hour. And it will stay dry, mostly sunny this afternoon and Again, for our Tuesday, as temperatures heat up closer to the upper 80s tomorrow, Wednesday is going to be the hottest day, potentially getting close to 90 degrees. Then we get the chance for storms later in the week.
Um, WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Time now is 853. No real traffic incidents to report out there. Everything looking good out on the highways and byways. Nibbling on sponge cake. Watching the sun, babe. All right, come on, Bonnie. Name the artist. All of those tours. Oh, this one. The one singing this version. Yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. Let's see. Strumming my six string. Willie, right? Nope. Nope. On my front porch swing. Sounds like Willie Nelson. Nope. nope. Smell those shrimp. Hey, they're beginning to boil. Um, Mr. G using AI intelligence voice. Nope. Got two wrong. Evan using AI intelligence voice. That's a double. Can you give her a hint like uh, uh, it's five o'clock somewhere? No. Yeah, five o'clock. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, no. no. Oh, it's not five o'clock. Oh, wait a minute. Because he brings Jimmy on later, doesn't he? Uh, I think he does. Who does five o'clock somewhere? It's not Helen Kenny. Jackson. Oh, okay. And that's who this is. That's what I said. That's why I said, can you give her the hint? It's yeah. five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Come on, guess, Evan. And I would have right. said Kenny Chesney. Oh, you would have? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Kenny Chesney. I, I don't know <laughs> country music as well. I kind of like his version better than, than uh, Jimmy's. I mean, than uh, what you call him. Let me see if I can get to where Jimmy sings. Must be. So he does bring Jimmy in? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, yes or no, Evan? Yeah, he does. In this version, he does. Stepped on a pop. Yeah, there, you there go. he is. There you go. Broke my leg twice. I had to limp on back home. I don't think they recorded this together, though. I think they, they pieced it together, if you ask me. I don't know, but I like this version better than the original. So do I. With both of them singing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not five o'clock somewhere because it's not Friday, Gary. No, but when I when I mentioned that to you, I wanted you to give her that hint oh. because the same person that sings five o'clock somewhere right. is the same dude. I, just, I had a moment. Yeah, Sorry. you did. I, I had a brain fart. I wonder yeah, if like um Alan Jackson would like ever perform that down here since um doesn't he um own like a restaurant down, down in, in Jupiter, the, the Jupiter yeah. area? Yeah, the, I have um, heard. Uh, the same name of the rest. It's it's the, there's a restaurant in. Uh, uh over in hutchinson island as you're going across seaway drive okay. all the way down on the left it's got the same name as the restaurant down in jupiter oh, hmm. okay. and i can't think of uh, bonnie can you google what is yeah. alan jackson's restaurant name in jupiter For sure yeah or ask siri it's a race who's 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 gonna get it first it's called uh, Square Grouper. That's it, Square Grouper. Oh, I beat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just too fast and hyper. But, <laughs> oh, but Mr. G's okay. dancing we around about that here story. this morning. Yeah. And yeah. So there is a, the same restaurant is called that in Fort Pierce then. Yes, there's a Square Grouper in Fort Pierce. And, and you know, it's funny because there is a also a, I think there's like a Thirsty Turtle in Port St. Lucie and also a Thirsty Turtle now yes. in uh, downtown Fort Pierce. Oh, there is. I'm pretty sure. I know there's one down in Juno. Okay. There's one down in Juno. Oh, there area. is. I've I've heard of that one too. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like the same ownership or um, the same chain, but you know they say this square grouper in Jupiter is one of the most popular watering holes in the United States. Oh yeah. Whoa. Oh yeah. In the very, whole country. Very very popular. I've been there. If once. not the world. Yeah. 
it's it's the home of Alan Jackson's. Mm -hmm. uh, it's five o'clock somewhere video with Jimmy Buffett, the mm -hmm. Grand Slam castaways. Mm -hmm. Isn't that something? And periodically, you will see Alan Jackson appear there. Hmm. He'll pull up in his boat or or whatever, and he'll just hop up on stage and he'll start playing with the band. Yeah, I had a client on my table that spoke of him too and um, said he saw him one time like right in the restaurant, mm -hmm. sitting at another table. I guess mm -hmm. a favorite event is called Must Drink Mondays. Mm. Uh, also a late night happy hour on Sunday through Thursday from 10 p.m. to close. Hmm, the bars here close at 2, right? Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. close at 4, though. Really? Lauderdale stuff. Yeah, Lauderdale, yeah, 4 a.m. Yeah. Remember those 4 a.m. clubs? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, man. I remember those after hour spots. Right. Bring your own beer. Those on, Bring Sample, your own bottle, on right? Sample Road, there was one. And then you go to bottle. Denny's afterwards and get uh, Begs and Aiken, and then you get home by nine o'clock and you go to bed. I remember getting oh. kicked out of Denny's one time when we were younger oh. down there. We were throwing we were throwing pancake from table to table. Oh. You take pancakes on a on a fork yeah. and fling it over to the next table. And they try to catch it on their fork, oh and they just God. said, "Will you guys please leave?" Oh. You know, you did stupid stuff like that, Bonnie, especially yeah. after the club. Yeah. You're, you know, you're tired. Everybody after two o'clock yeah. that's in that business yeah. would end up at Denny's, like you said. They would. And it's just you shut down Denny's. You order breakfast, oh, you sit around. Let me oh, do my here, line. Here it goes. Here it goes. Work all week long, punching that clock just a dawn. She's doing She is in the studio dancing. He's got bringing that Friday kind of feel to us. I'm telling you. Who needs Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday? It feels like Friday in here. She's got rhythm. Wow. I like that. See, he knows the camera's on. That's why he's doing that. It's perfect. Hey, thanks for coming down here, guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Right here. Yes, we will. 21 hours from now. Very excited. Right here in the Palatial Studios, folks. Thanks for making us part of your day. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. And as always, we say ciao, Maine. Honduras and Arriva Flipping Dirty. There you go. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County Heritage Station, WPSL Port St. Lucie, the talk of the Treasure Coast. We're two stepping out of here. Oh.